Hi, welcome to Teach Me Biology, our revision podcast for A-level biology students. I'm Ria Corbett. And I'm Sarah Matthews. Hi, I'm Ria Corbett. I'm a science te- former science teacher with biology specialism. And on Teach Me Biology, I am teaching my co-host and little sister, Sarah Matthews. Biology, a level topic by topic to hopefully provide you, our lovely listeners, with an audio revision resource. Yes, we hope that you incorporate us into your revision and as a part of your learning journey, dip in and out, listen to the episodes on your weaker topics and use us as your audio biology bible. Whatever you need us for, we are there. Here. You all right, right, Maisie? This is like (laughs) recording an episode with a fan, you know? (laughs) Like, oh my god, they're doing the intro. They're doing, they're doing the thing. <laughs> you all right? Do you need yeah. a minute? So this is not a normal episode of Teach Me Biology. Today we're doing a very special bonus episode about exam stress and how to deal with that and how to tackle that. And on our podcast today, we ha- you might remember her from such episodes as food tests and well, can you get sunburnt through glass? It's Maisie. Hi. Maisie is a highly qualified counsellor with a master's in child and young people counselling. So she's very much in the know about all things uh, stress. So let's begin. Hi, I have a really good plan for this. I'm going to be questioning you guys and seeing what you guys know. So what is stress, Ria, Sarah? Stress is anxiety over upcoming events. Yes. Yeah, um... My experience of stress in my life is when I feel like I can't cope mm-hmm. with the things that are happening or the things that I've got coming up and that I can't do them. Yes. And then I get actually physical symptoms of the stress as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, How do you know you are feeling stressed? Feeling sad or crying or angry. Mm-hmm. I cry. I get upset. I get angry sometimes, like you said. I said. Get, Did you just say uh, all those things? Do you know what? I get really, really tired. Yeah? I'm stressed. Why? Why would you get tired? Uh, because I'm doing so many things to try and cope with the stress. So, like, doing, like, loads of stuff to cope with it. So, like, actually doing loads and loads of work. But also thinking in your head so much about what you need to do and what you've done uh, just makes you tired. Makes my eyes hurt. And it's hard to sleep if you've got stress, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because you wake up thinking about the problem and then you can't get back to sleep and stuff yeah yeah because everything's kind of running through your brain so your brain doesn't actually switch off yeah so stress can be seen as something in your day-to-day life that makes it difficult for you to manage things that you have to do every like your day-to-day tasks day yeah yeah so if you are studying for your exams or anything like that that kind of becomes the main thing in your day for you to have to manage and for you to have to try and learn everything that you need to know and then when you're worrying about not being able to get all that time in or you're worrying about what you have to do for the exam you end up just taking over basically so different feelings that you would have when you are stressed or when you are worrying would be feeling low Finding it hard to point out what is the most important thing for you to work on. So everything feels too much, so you can't point out which is most important and what you have to focus on first. You struggle to sleep, you get very fidgety, 
everything that you guys have just mentioned, basically. In my most extreme, like when I was leaving teaching, in my yeah. most extreme times, I was not sleeping very well at all. Mm-hmm. I had this like eczema appeared on my foot, yeah. like this itchy, horrible eczema, like a big patch of it just appeared on my foot. Never had it before, mm-hmm. and it just appeared. I used to get weirdly a sore arm, a pain in my chest, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a medical thing. I think it was just like psychosomatic sort of thing yeah once i left teaching the rash went away yeah the pain lifted it was like a weight off my chest weirdly it was like gone mm-hmm. when i was asked to do something similar to teaching in my new role that pain came back right so that's kind of your body's way of like bringing that out so mm. your body has kind of made this eczema on like, it's like mom's was. like mom says the mind suffers and the body cries out yeah yeah. And I'm a little bit stressed at the moment with some personal issues. That rash is coming back. So So this is the these are my physical these are my like physical symptoms talk. that I get. Yeah. I think you guys have have already answered this. Why might you feel that way when you are stressed or worried? Because it's all too much, isn't it? Mhm. It feels like there's too many things to do and not enough time to do them in or the tasks feel too big for you to cope with. Yeah. Or there's like an unfairness to it. Like, yeah. this isn't fair, I shouldn't have to do this much. Or Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sarah? I think that extra stuff on top of your already busy life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you realise, right, I need to start doing this work, I need to, I've got this exam coming up, I need to try and sort everything out, you can have fear about not being able to do the right thing, take on the right thing first, and then you're worrying about what is what the most important thing. You might not feel prepared. You might have a lot of family things going on, so that adds to that. If you are a teen, you might have to do well for your family, so your parents might want you to do well, so then that adds on to that pressure. So you've got to feel like you have to do well. You you have to do as much work as you can to be able to do well. In order to impress other people yes. and make them happy. Yeah. You might feel like you have to do better to do better than people in your groups or to match up to what they're like doing. Like com- competitiveness between peers. Yeah. Pressure to get the right answers and worrying that you haven't done enough so then you put more stuff down to be able to do that to feel like you've done enough work or enough revision so you've got good stress and then you've got bad so good is stress that can help you to get things done so let's say you've got yeah so let's say you've got a time limit that you have to make like meet you've got that good stress to get you doing it because you have to have it done by that time bad stress is things that impact on your day-to-day life so things that make things too difficult for you to manage your day-to-day life and that's what like coming home from work and doing more work yeah exactly so you're not able to have that time that you need to calm down or do things that you enjoy because you're making yourself do more and more and and more yeah which is a massive thing when you're revising for exams isn't it because you you go home from a day at school and and you've got to do another day at school Mm -hmm. yeah effectively yeah yeah and it's important that you find what makes it easier for you to get that done so there's loads of different things that you can do in that time that makes it easier so Ria Sarah what are some tips that helped you guys when you were at this time 
I always like to say, remember, no matter what you need to do, the most important thing is to always take time for yourself. So have half an hour in a day when you're not doing revising and you're doing something that you want to do, like play on your PlayStation or watching your favourite TV show. Take some time for yourself to do what you want to do. Yeah, Ria? Yeah. I mean, we talked a lot about this in our revision tips episode, didn't we? We did do a revision tips episode, so go back and listen to that. If you're looking for revision tips, strategies to use to help you remember information and strategies, that is a bonus episode to look for in our feed. To answer this question, a lot of planning is important. Mm -hmm. Like, before you even start revision, it's important to have, like, a timetable. It's Mm -hmm. important to have some kind of plan, even if it's just bullet points of what Mm. you're planning on doing that particular session for half an hour. Like, what are you going to do for the first half an hour? Mm -hmm. At least somewhere to start. And then you're going to have your, maybe a little break. But what probably is also really important is to have a space which is your revision space. So you're not being distracted by the telly or whatever. Having a space which is purely a place where you can get your head in gear and this is the place where I'm going to do my work. Yeah. There'll be a lot of overlap really with that other bonus episode we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saying that because that was one of the points we made was like the environment that you're in and stuff. Yeah. And um, to relieve the stress of not having so much to do in a short amount of time in the lead up to your exams is to plan ahead and think about this early not leaving everything to the last minute but that's easily said than done it's easier said than done yeah but that would be my biggest as a teacher that was my biggest piece of advice Mm -hmm. one of the really important things is where you do that work so a lot of people especially teenagers have that space within their bed where they do that work because that's the most comfortable space but your brain is wired to think right the bed is where I go to bed So if you're then taking that space and you're doing work within that, you then struggle then to go to bed because your brain thinks, right, okay, we're in the area where we do our work. Yeah. So you need to have a desk or just somewhere away from that area. Isn't it funny how the mind works? Mm -hmm. Because I think that a lot of people had that problem in the pandemic when they were working from home and they worked in their bedrooms and then they struggled to sleep because of that very reason. Yeah, yeah. And they struggled to work. Yeah. Also, something that is really important is if you are finding it hard at times speaking to people, so having that time where you speak to people in your groups or speaking to peers or even to teachers or family and telling them how difficult it is. So people know and you're not just finding it difficult on your own. And it's most likely that peers are going to be having that time as well where they find it hard. So you're talking to each other and you're not just on your own finding it hard and setting up a timetable for you to have the set time throughout your day to be able to do your work and set out topics that you need to work on throughout that day and then giving yourself time that you need away from that so you're switching off your mind to do something else and then going back to it it's really important that we give ourselves space to be able to have plenty of water and plenty of food whilst we are doing our work because our brain needs to have the energy to be able to function function (laughs) yeah 
that's something that you can talk about from the biology side. I think, again, we did talk about this in the revision. Yeah, we did. We covered yeah. a lot of this. Yeah. We talked about the types of food that you could, mm-hmm. you would eat that help that helps your brain. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I can't remember any of them now. Bananas. Yeah, yeah people always mentioned eating those when I was doing mine. Yeah, eat bananas, it'd be grand. Yeah. It's probably best to plan this sort of thing. Like, you can make yourself a little lunch, even if you're just yeah. revising at home, yeah. make yourself a little lunchbox, take it to your desk and just have one thing an hour, mm-hmm. just so that you're not hungry, satisfied, but you're not thinking about food. You've, you've, you've ate something and it, you, and it gives you energy to yeah. keep going. It's also good to have a time to end your vision, like... You shouldn't just be revising it all night. Mm-hmm. You also need to say, right, half nine is when I, I'm going to... Even if I haven't done very well that day, half nine is still going to be the time when I'm going to stop revising. Yeah, definitely. It's important to have a set time of when you stop working so you have that time to switch off. And then you need to at least have... What I always think is at least one hour before I want to go to bed. So I've got an hour to wind down and to do everything that I have to do before that. And then at least have half an hour in bed before I want to actually go to bed. Just so I'm tired enough to sleep. Does that make sense? Even if that's like an an hour just to look at reels and TikToks. Yeah. At least you've done something that's not work for an hour before you try and sleep. Something you like. Read a book, have a bath. As long as it's not a revision guide. (laughs) Do some exercise. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. Yeah, definitely. Just to give you that space away from the work and doing something else. Um, and it's probably quite important to set alarms for that because like, even now I have an alarm that goes off at half past eight and it reminds me, like, it's time to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people do that generally in just their day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. But what about, like, you haven't had a good day of revision, you don't feel really feel like you're taking a lot in, it's not happening, your bedtime alarm goes off. Goes and, you th- and you think, right, okay, I've got to go to bed. Mm-hmm. But you go to bed and you feel worse because you haven't done what you should have done that day. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do then? That is fine. I know a lot of people would think, I haven't done enough, so I've got to then now do more. Like, that's their first thought is, right, I haven't done these three hours of work. I've just sat here. I'm going to have to do more. Whereas that will make it worse because you're not giving yourself time away from it. We all have times where we sit down to do work and our minds just aren't on our minds just don't want to focus on that thing having some time this is what i meant by having an hour after before you go to bed or just some time so you are winding down so like putting on some calming music helps me to get in that mode of right i have to go to bed so if i've had a difficult day and there's loads going through my mind i try to go to bed earlier so I put on some rain in the background because that helps me get to bed. That helps me to turn off my mind. That is something that I do a lot now before I go to bed. What do you tell yourself to make it okay? I was going to say, like, you could say to yourself, well, at least I've done this amount of work. At least I've done one thing which is going to make a difference yeah. or has going to have an impact at some point. Yeah. Like, 
at work, if I've got loads and loads of displays to do, for example, and I don't get a lot done because I'm busy or whatever, I'll do. I will think, well, at least I've been round and measured all these displays, or at least I've finished this display, or at least I managed to go and see this person and talk to them. At least I've done one thing that I can tick off my list, and I say I've done that now, so I haven't got to worry about it. Yeah, one thing that I always find important to do, and what I always encourage people to do is at the end of their day, if they've had a difficult day, is to try and think of three positive things that has happened or three good things that has happened to get them out of that negative head space. Mm. So think of three things. It could just be, oh, I ate some really nice food or I made really good drink. Like Just something as little as that. So if it was work, it's, all right, I have done this much work or I have written out these many notes or just something just so in your mind you are thinking right I have done this good thing mm, I haven't yeah. just sat there for this many hours what's also important is the advice we're giving is not like night before crumbing advice yes. this is like how to manage your journey mm-hmm. of revision we are going to get to the night before <laughs> like when we talk about like okay there's that's the alarm and it's gone off and yeah. it's time to go to bed and you're going to start again tomorrow hopefully the next day isn't your exam is what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah it, like you know and it's like oh no it's time to, i've done my three hours it's time to go to bed that's what Maisie I'm, said <laughs> whatever happens happens in the yeah. exam now you know it's not that it's... sort of this is like your your general day to day as you're going through the year. Yeah, yeah. Learning, very, revising. Yeah, it's a very long process. Yeah, that you have to go through. We're not saying right two weeks before put all this in this place. In, yeah, this is like as the year's going on. Yeah. yeah. So when you start the year, right? Okay, I need to think about when I start doing this. Yeah. Work, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Rather than doing it all two weeks before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we said, obviously, you've got this plan that you're doing over time. And this is everything that you're doing to help you before you get to the exam day. And what I thought would be good to talk about the time of having the exam. So the night before, Sarah, Ria, what are some good things to do the night before the exam? Get everything ready. Yep. Make sure you've got all the stuff you need for the exam ready. And that is including your brain. Yep. <laughs> De- yeah, definitely. Yeah. Really good to take that in with you. <laughs> definitely don't leave that outside. Miss, I forgot my brain. Can I go and get it? Spare brain? Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a spare brain? <laughs> and oh, a oh, and a pen. <laughs> I don't think I could sit here and give points. good practical advice about what to do the night before an exam. Mm-hmm. I'd, anything I would say would just sound like... Oh, not that old hat, you know. Oh, I, yeah, don't, I don't yeah. think I could. I Make sure you get a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing. Is that, that what you were going to say, mate? Your... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a valid one as well. It's extremely valid. <laughs> um, right. So, what I think is important is the night before not doing work. I feel like the day is a good time to be able to do that work and recap on things that you're not as sure on but in that night time not doing that I think it's better to just switch off and have time to calm down Mm. and chill out but it's how you do that it's how you settling down you turn the light off you close your eyes and like you think oh god I didn't revise that bit about genetics Mm -hmm. 
for yeah. the fifth time, what shall I do? Oh, I better go and just have a little read. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what then? That is self-care. Do you know what that is, Ria? Probably not. Okay. Self-care. Sarah, <laughs> I think self-care is having a buff. Yes, but what is it? Oh, like a bubble buff. <laughs> no. What is that time? Taking time just for you. Yeah. So, self-care is taking time to improve your health and to look after you. So, doing things that you enjoy, doing things that you, that just take your mind off of that thing. What are some things that you could do? Listen to music. Mm-hmm. Go out to the cinema. Mm-hmm. I think it's stuff we've already mentioned as well, hasn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? Like you said about putting music on. Yeah. It's um, having a bath. Mm-hmm. It's reading, telly, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things. Yeah. So taking a bath, having a bath. Well, I wrote that twice. Right. So taking a bath, taking and having a bath. bath. <laughs> Do discuss the difference. Hang on. Hang on. Drawing a bath. Ooh. <laughs> Now we're into it. What does that yeah, mean? I mean, you could draw a bath and also you could draw a bath with a pen. Drawing! If that's drawing is a really good thing to do. Anyway, back to the well. having, taking of a bath. What is the difference? So having a bath is one that you do yourself. Taking a bath is one you take. You someone's already drawn the bath for themselves, <laughs> but you get in there and jump in the bath before they get in. That's Sneak in the bath. Of a bath. Like yeah. friends when Chandler... Jumps in the bath that Monica's made for herself. Yes. And she, he's surrounded by candles. And, and that's he's like, the best Ha-ha. thing to do. Yeah. So take a, a take bath. Take bath. <laughs> Have a bath. <laughs> Any other washing scenarios <laughs> Shall in, in the list? Make sure you don't smell on the day of the exam. <laughs> no, that is actually really important because... <laughs> If you do smile, then you're going to feel self-conscious because you smile and then you're not going to be able to focus on the exam. Um, and if those around you smile, you won't concentrate on your exam either. Yes, yeah. everybody smiled. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, guys. Right, we no one's going to bath before all the exam. take a bath or no one takes a bath. Right? <laughs> Which one, guys? <laughs> Right, yes, and you can watch your favourite show, eat your favourite food, drink your favourite drink, go on a really long walk, and just breathe. Having time to breathe helps okay. us calm down. Don't hold your breath the night before. <laughs> I mean, if, if you were like, okay, I'm going to watch my favourite show, what show would that be? What, if I was just going to sit down and watch my favourite show? Right now. Buffy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Mine, if I was to put on my favourite show, would be One Tree Hill. No way, One Tree Hill. Yeah. Still after all this time. Uh, yes, I love it. After all this time. I yes. haven't watched it for ages and I really want to start watching it a- a- again. What you, yeah. But then some people have a thing where it's like they have their favourite show, but then they have their show they like to watch to like relax. The Office. Friends. Mm-hmm. The Office. And your drink? Favourite drink would be tea. If I was trying to relax, I'd probably go with the tea, yeah. Tea, same. Tea. You can buy us a tea at <laughs> buy me a, buy me a coffee. Biology. Um, or do some colouring, doing some painting, doing some reading, all really good exercises for self care. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, listen to a podcast. Listen, listen to a podcast. To a podcast. <laughs> Don't listen to this one though, because that would be you having to do work, and you don't, that's not what what you want to do. Yeah. Don't listen to us. Yeah. Like before your yeah. exam. Don't listen to that before. Um, or you could talk to people, tell people how you are feeling about the exam, to talk to people about the work you have done, just to get that out of your mind. 
or talk about something completely different so you're not focusing on the exam or focusing on your worry but it's really important that you don't hold it in how you are feeling it's good to talk about that and it's good to talk about it with people who could be feeling the same way as well and one other important thing is to take a break from your phone or from your tablet because if you are sat there the night before scrolling through your phone so let's say you're scrolling through tiktok or you're scrolling through instagram and you're seeing different posts about people's worrying about the exam or people who aren't worried and they're having a good time that will then add to your worry because you're thinking why am I worried I shouldn't be worried about this because they're not worried so taking a break from that social media will support you Mm -hmm. good yeah so that is all of the self-care area and then it's important Sarah how many hours of sleep do you think we should get a night eight eight to ten hours how many did I get last night yeah, I'm not being funny, right? You know, they say... Six the, hours and 18 minutes. They say to you, Is right, that a good amount? The amount of sleep that you get on a day that you have a lie-in is the amount of sleep that you should get every day. They say, like, then if you why does bed, school expect me to be there at half past eight? Exactly. Now, if I have a lie-in... You have to be there at eight. If I have a lie-in, I'm getting up probably oh, just before ten o'clock. Okay? So what? why does that mean that I can't get to work for about ten? Because... If I need to lie in, if I need to, as a person, to cope, have to sleep till 10, then I'm sleeping till 10, but I can't because I've got to go no, to, you've work. Got to, go to but work. Then, But then what do you have to do then? Go to bed at like 9? Go to bed earlier, yeah. Yeah, but that means just... It's like talking to a primary school child, isn't it? Yeah. Go to bed <laughs> earlier. Yeah, but don't that's just sit there stupid. looking through and watching Buffy. Mm. Instagram videos. <laughs> Amazing, I've got this Insta post. <laughs> okay, so have that time to recharge your brain. It's important. Our brains to function. So what we're saying, and six hours and 18 minutes is not a good enough amount of sleep. Well, when you woke up today, did you feel like you were refreshed and ready to take on your day? I never day? feel refreshed like I'm ready to take on the day. What do you need to You've do to change kids. that? I've got two children. Okay, take away those kids. Just, just, <laughs> just give them just away. <laughs> It's just time to just get out of my you. house now. It's <laughs> that sort of approach. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. definitely. No, I feel like you need to, like we said, give yourself time to wind down in the evening. But I was winding down. I was watching Strictly. She wound down That's at half eight. eight. That's I had wine. Your body is going to be. What? No, no wine. <laughs> <laughs> I had tea too. The alcohol will keep you awake. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this is things that you should already know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I'm joking. No, right. I didn't do those things. Though. So, the evening before, giving ourselves time to recharge and relax, getting lots of sleep, talking about things that we're worried about or talking about something completely different, giving ourselves time to recharge for that morning. The morning of the exam, what are some important things to be doing, Ria, Sarah? Eating breakfast. Yep. Definitely eating breakfast. Having some kind of plan when to leave the house in good enough time today you're not late and stressed thinking you're gonna you're gonna miss the exam or the start of the exam yep have a wash yes because we don't want to smile we don't want to be self-conscious because of our smile yeah Yeah. so or having no one as a wash or Or just be the snobby we have the the wash packed are we all washing (laughs) there's no one washing Why does everyone in year 11 imagine, stink? Imagine that this is what they actually did. The kids are like going around like, right guys, we're not going to watch tomorrow. Stink out the exam hall so the examiners leave. 
Right, so have a good food to eat. Have a good food to eat. Podcast much. Have a good food to eat. Have good food to eat. What are some good brain foods? Eggs. Eggs, yes, we are. Bananas. Bananas. So egg breakfast. Scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Fried eggs. Poached eggs. Eggs Benedict. Boiled eggs. What is an eggs Benedict? It's poached egg with hollandaise sauce. On that like some like... kind of like English muffin. Nah. Oh, yes. I know another one. Uh, one of them uh, Mackey's breakfasts with them no. sausage in. No. What? Too much grease. Too much like yeah. Don't don't have that before you. Your don't watch grease exam. before the exam. Juice. juice. Yeah. Can you watch yeah. grease before the exam? People watch it the night before. And if you are prone to being nervous, prone to being worried Please before your exam. Girls. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> girls. Uh, girls. <laughs> if you are prone to being nervous before your exam, what are some things you can do? Ria, Sarah. Go for a run. <laughs> the day of the, the exam, Sarah. Okay. Talk to peers. Mm hmm. Ria. Why are you swearing at me? <laughs> I got one right. Oh. <laughs> Do you notice how this has turned into like a test? <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. Invite, invite her on, and you're like questioned. What's that about? This is like the bit of the the bit of the episode. Aren't you supposed I to be telling us? Um, breathing. breathing, breathing, breathing is really oh, important. And then breathing in and out. <laughs> yes, yes. So our brains need the oxygen. Girls, teacher's pet over here. <laughs> <laughs> so our. Body and our minds need the oxygen to be able to function. So one technique that I really enjoy doing is three, four, five. Do we know what what that is? Breathing in for three seconds, holding it for four seconds, and then breathing out for five seconds. Yes, that's exactly what that is. So when we are nervous... Can we all do it together now? Yeah, okay. Do you want me to count for you? Okay, ready, go. (laughs) (laughs) Can we start again? Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, wait, hang hold. on, I didn't breathe in. I didn't breathe right. in. I thought this was a countdown Wait, to the breathing breathe in. Breathe in for <laughs> okay. one, two, three. Hold that for one, two, three, four. Breathe out for one, two, three, four, five. Do we do we feel relaxed? I could sleep. See? Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Perfect to do before you go to bed to calm yourself down. So... This will help us to distract our minds from that worry. If we're thinking about this timings of that breath, our mind's not focused on that worry. Our body will relax. You will be surprised if you continue to practice this, the more you are relaxed and calmed. Do you do that at home? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does it work? Yes. So if I'm in work and I've had the worst day and I'm really angry or I'm really sad, I sit at my desk after someone's left my room. I sit at my desk and I just breathe and I feel calmer. You can also do five, which is breathing in for five, breathing out for five. You can, if you want, hold that for five. And just breathe in to calm ourselves down will help us to feel relaxed before our exam. Talking to friends, so if you get to your exam, if you get in and you are worrying, if you're queuing up, talk to your friends and tell them how you're feeling. Yes, Sarah. Going for a wee-wee? 
Yes, make sure we go to the toilet before the exam starts because we don't want to get in there. You are question free and you suddenly need to go for a wee or for a poo. So it's important important that we go to the toilet before so we're ready to go. And make sure that you've got your clear pencil case as well with all of your items in. You're now in the exam room. What do you do to calm yourself down and keep non Three, four, five, breathe in. (laughs) Yes, breathe in. Yes, well, yeah. Answer some of the questions, I, I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. look through the... Would you look through the whole paper? Would you, like, answer, answer the, the long ones? ones? That are easy, yeah. Yeah. Answer the easy one. What would your strategy be? I would answer the ones I absolutely knew I was going to get right. Yeah. I would work on the easy ones first. So the ones that you know the answer to, the ones that you know you will get marks to, answer those ones first. So, so that you know you smashed them. Yep. yep. Confidence. Definitely. yeah. And then about halfway through the exam, just start coughing. Wait for someone else to also start coughing and then do a little coughing competition who can cough the most and the loudest. Did and you then, do that? No. But I was very annoyed at people that did do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some past um, issues there. Sarah. So it's important, let's say you are in an exam that has got three sections to it. Work out how long you need to, to spend on each part. So not necessarily science but english ones they have different sections that you need to do don't they so make sure that you work out how long you need to spend on each one well you know that before you go in anyway yeah find keywords find different parts of the questions that you know are important so pull so pull those out and put those in your answer aim to have time highlight them highlight them yeah definitely or underline them aim to have time scribble them out Scribble out everything in the question apart from those keywords. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, right? Aim to have time at the end to re-read through everything you have written, but do not worry if you don't have time to do that. It's fine. It's still okay. I never had time to do that. It's just a good strategy is to just check what you have written. Also, what I want to say is not everything works for everyone. So not everything that I have said today or what you guys have said will work for everyone. Everyone has different things that work for them. So if you do something and that doesn't help you, there are other things that you can do to help you. And you can find different helpful information at different places. Guys, do you know where where they could find some helpful information mm. or some links that could help them? Um examstress.com young minds young minds is a brilliant uh, service for young people or even people who are doing an exam so if you are 30 40 there's lots of good information out there to keep you uh, calm but no older than 40 (laughs) your exam times bbc bite size childline kids helpline kids helpline there's lots of and freud center yep Lots of different links. And can you guys put this somewhere for them to... In access? the show notes. Insightfulcounselling.com Insightful Can I just say something as well? Yeah. I'd like to say that the... Obviously, it's all about preparation, preparation, preparation. Um, to do with revision. But the exam period, time period is actually a very short period of time. It's mm-hmm. about two weeks. And you will look back on it after and think, I'm glad that it's over, but... You know, it, it is over quickly as well. Yeah. So even though you're preparing for years, your year in advance, you're preparing for the exams. 
the, the time of the exam is, is a short period of time and it is stressful, there's no denying, but it is over quickly. And then the other thing that I always think, because we talked about this a little bit earlier, and we talked a little bit earlier in the podcast about the pressure you feel mm-hmm. when you're thinking about the consequences of this one exam or this one set of exams. It's because you're still young and you think that that's the path that you've got to take. Yeah. By and large, it's not the only path that you've got so yeah you know it's important to do well if you are studying for years on this one course and you know you you want to succeed and you want to do well but if you don't it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. because there are going to be other options for you to still take that path that you want there will be other courses you can take there will be options and I'm not just talking about retakes I'm not talking about retaking that same course I'm talking about there are pathways into that course or into that career that you are thinking of that do not just involve GCSEs and Mm A-levels and university and that classic pathway that you're kind of led down by your school and sort of that sort of thing. It doesn't have to be the be-all and end-all if you do not pass one of your A-levels. When you have done the exam, what can you do? Not think about it. Not ask people what they got wrong and right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this, that Not is really. actually one thing. What did you get for number three? Because I got 7,984. Yes. But I, I got, got three. I got legs. <laughs> yeah, during the time of year when everyone's doing their exams, if I've got any kids who are doing theirs, they always come to me and say, Miss, I didn't get this one right because this person got this. And I'm like, but... How do you know you that you didn't get it right? What if you got it right and they and they didn't get it right? So one thing I always say is do not speak to people about the answers you have put because also, it's just going to cause more stress and worry for you. Is that person even telling the truth? Exactly. They might have put something that they've had someone else say, oh no, this is what I put and then change well. theirs. The amount of times you talk to kids and they'll say, I did so rubbish or I did so good. And then you look at their results and you think you didn't do so good. Mm-hmm. Or you did way better than you said. Because it's all chat at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do things that are fun for you. Give yourself something fun to do. Like go to the shops. If you like to buy things, go to the shop. If you like to go to the cinema, go to the cinema. Do things that are fun <laughs> and are a reward. Don't sit at home and worry about it talk to people if you are worried but try not to talk about what what answers you have given and one thing that i wanted to say earlier was when you are doing the work and you are sitting and you are trying to work on everything possible give yourself rewards part way through so aim to do an hour and then do something fun so you've got that thing to work towards so it's giving yourself that motivation to be able to do something that you need to do that is everything. Okay, so if I came into your office as a child and said, I'm so, so stressed because my exam and it's just made me upset and I don't know what to do and I haven't revised the I can't the go. And I just can't do it. What would you say? Why didn't you do any work? Right, so I that's just, what you would say straight away. to the away. pressure. You're the one who's going to fail your GCSEs or your A-levels. No. Or your T-levels. No. 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 Would this person be someone who I've already been working with? No. Well, then why would they be in my office? It's their first sesh. <laughs> it's the first sesh. They've been sent by their head of year. Leave me alone. <laughs> right, then you actually need to um, get your head of year to fill out a form and we'll put you on the waiting list. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I'll see you in six then. Imagine, imagine if you that. get in with those <laughs> exam results. Imagine that. Imagine. Right. I think in that case, it's important to focus on what they have done. So re- to remind them of the work that they have done and the effort that they have put in. Think of the positives. So, yes, exactly. Thinking about what they have already done. If it is the night before, getting them to calm down and relax and a little bit of self-care because that's always important important i always think that a lot of kids get stressed out so close to the exams because everyone around them is talking about all the work that they have done and they're then comparing themselves to those people and saying well i've not done that so i'm obviously not gonna do well what you have done is probably enough to get you through so try not to worry and everything everything that we have spoke about today will help you to try not to worry but then also try... Don't worry. Remember, like you said at the beginning, about bad stress and good stress. Yeah. Try and use the stress for good. Yeah. So it is good to have that feeling because that it can give us... Yeah, it can give us that uh, motivation. It is good to have that feeling because it gives us that motivation to be able to do something. Um but it's when it starts oh to God, turn bad is when you need to try and do everything that we have spoke about today. Do you know like that thing where like when you listen to a certain album, it reminds you of a book? Mm-hmm. Right. Do it with your revision. Actually, no. So like you should always listen to the same music. So it gets you in that like headspace. But I'm going to do work because I'm listening to this song, which is making me my work song. And what and, like, is some of that music? Me. You pointed at me because... Because you read Breaking Dawn when you listened to Kings of Leon. So it always reminds you of Twilight. Yeah. When I was doing my masters, I used to listen to smooth, smooth radio. Um, has a lot of relaxing music in it, so that helped me to oh, yeah, and not focus on the exam. Meet, 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 wholesale meet. Maybe that's why I always sing the adverts because I know I know what the adverts are. So it's been a while since we've sang meat, 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 oh, yeah. meat wholesale meat on our podcast. So we were going to have like a a thing, weren't we? Like a tagline. And yeah. Like, what about meat, meat, meat? <laughs> what even did we decide about that? It was like... It was something ridiculous. It was like it, a man... If there's a man... <laughs> teacher man science. Teacher man biology and he will... No, biology. <laughs> that was literally <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that all? I just, I would like to just make a little comment about Maisie's advice earlier where it was like, if you want to go to the shops, you should go to the shops. <laughs> if you like to the cinema, go, go to, to the, the cinema. cinema. It was like really like blunt, like straightforward and like, that is probably the best place to go if you want to go to the cinema. It's probably the cinema. <laughs> and if you, you want to go shopping, you, you should go to the shops. <laughs> about if you want to go on a walk then you should just go to the park if you want to go on a walk then go on a walk you should open the front door step outside and put one foot in front of the other this has been a bonus episode on revision and exam stress if it's been at all helpful for you let us know
You can find us at teachmebiologycast at gmail.com. On Twitter, at, at teachmebiocast. What? On Instagram, <laughs> at, she at... edits it. <laughs> on Instagram, at, at teachmebiologycast. And if you want to, you can buy us a tea at buymeacoffee.com slash teachmebiology. My name is Sarah Matthews. My name is Maisie Matthews. And I'm Ria Corbett. This has been a bonus episode of Teach Me Biology, and we'll see you next time for a non-bonus episode. Bye bye. 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 Don't worry. Ooh. <laughs> be happy. Ooh. Don't, Don't worry, worry. Be happy now. Don't worry. Be happy. Ooh.